Welcome to First Takes, your weekly conversation with the pastors here at First Presbyterian Church in Chattanooga. Got with me as always here, Randy Neighbors and Dick Kane, two of our fellow pastors here. And our question this week is, what is one book besides the Bible, because y'all are pastors, and I know that's always the answer, what's one book besides the Bible you've read in the past year that you would want other people to read and why? That's an interesting question because I can never remember what I've been reading. I read a lot of cowboy books. And I mean, they're, they're a classic story of, of good against evil, you know. Um, but uh, I'm reading one book right now that's uh, uh, very informative, and it's called The Great Dechurching uh, by two pastors from Orlando who... Uh, invested in having some researchers help them uh, to talk about why so many people have stopped going to church. And it would be simply a sociological book, except that they give some pastoral advice. Uh, you know, thing they say things like, in the last 25 years, 40 million people have stopped going to church. And for the first time in American history, fewer people go to church uh, then go to church. Um, more people have stopped going to church. So, um, and you know they they don't believe in the myths of that America in its founding, everybody was a Christian or everybody going to church. It was uh, America's always had a very significant population of unbelief and people who do not participate in evangelical faith. Um, but it's a real challenge for us. And so it's, it's, uh, it's certainly spurred my thinking. One of the books that comes to my mind is called A Refreshment for the Soul. It's readings from the, the man we call the heavenly doctor, uh, Richard Sibbs. And it's a, a book that's been compiled by David McKinnon. And it is uh, 365 readings from all of Richard Baxter, who was a Puritan pastor. Uh, and I think one of the things I, I think from all the Puritans, if you're dealing with anything that is hard, suffering, trouble, disappointment, sickness, uh, the Puritans have a way of bringing the healing balm of the gospel to your hearts. Um, uh, Richard Sibbs, uh, probably his most famous book in this section of this devotional Refreshment for the Soul, uh, the Bruised Reed uh, from Isaiah 42 yeah. is uh, just money. And he is, I think, my most, uh, well, the most famous and really my favorite quote of Richard Sibbs is, uh, and if you're a person with a past like I am, there is more mercy in Jesus than there is sin in you. And it's just a wonderful, you know, and we hear it in the refrain of the kind of the, the old hymn that's been contemporized, His Mercy is More. Mm. Uh, yeah. One of my favorite quotes from that book is, The Holy Ghost is content to dwell with smoky and offensive souls. <laughs> <laughs> they could write, man. <laughs> mm. I right. like that verse from Isaiah. It's the theme verse of Prison Fellowship. You know, a, uh, a bruised reed he will not break, and a smoldering wick he will not snuff out. 
and it just is the summation of grace uh, to broken people. Uh, wonderful thought. Mm. Hallelujah. Yeah, if you want, um, you know, there's a lot of talk about being gospel-centered. If you want to, de- de- like learning a language, you know, if you want to develop a gospel fluency, uh, people like Richard Sibbs can really help yeah. you. Yeah, those are two uh, red sibs. I've not read the one you're reading, Randy. I'm going to take a look at that. I think for me, it would be uh, after all these years, I've, I've heard it was coming and it finally came, which is uh, Richard B. Gaffin Jr.'s In the Fullness of Time. And Dr. Gaffin was for four decades professor of systematic theology at Westminster Seminary and had the privilege of being uh, one of his last students when I was a um, student there and spent a lot of time with Dr. Gaffin, and uh, he's one of the most amazingly humble, godly men I've ever been around, but also probably one of the great New Testament scholars of, of the past hundred years. And this is the, the fruit of his life's work on um, uh, Acts and Paul. So it is, it, it is definitely uh, a little bit more of an academic level, but a, a, a layperson could easily profit from it with, with study. And one of the hallmarks of Dr. Gaffin's teach, teaching was to show believers Christ in all of Scripture and showing us the, the power of the redemptive historical storyline in the Bible as the true story and how uh, the New Testament, specifically those parts of the New Testament, Acts and Paul, bring out uh, the gospel, bring out Christ wonderfully insightful and uh dr gaffin is one of those guys who when you read him you have to stop go back reread the sentence so it'll make you work (laughs) but it's worth it because you just you get gem after gem and on page after page so if you're wondering and and looking for a place to go hey i really want to understand the new testament better and you're willing to put the time in this will be a book that will be one you come back to again and again sweet so I've I've been reading. I'll, I'll just tell you a few other things I've been reading. One, I'm reading a book, um, "Waiting to Be Arrested at Night." Uh, I'm preparing to go to Jakarta, and I have to do a workshop on reconciliation. And they've asked me to speak, especially to the Uyghur situation. The Uyghurs are a Muslim group, um, and they live in a province just to the west of Mongolia. And the Uyghurs call it Eastern Turkey. And the Chinese call it the Western Frontier. And um, they're a Turkic group, and they're Muslim, and the Chinese are absolutely trying to obliterate their religion. Um, They're having concentration camps. People are disappearing. And uh, this book was written by a man who his family finally got out um, and, you know, came to America not knowing English. But he had a he had advanced degrees from uh, Peking University in Uyghur literature, which is very popular here in the United States. That I was being (laughs) facetious, you know, in other words, he came with a degree that nobody cared about, but. Just, you know, the uh, reading the book about the constant surveillance and the fear of saying the wrong thing to the wrong neighbor, which could get you and your family arrested and everything 
all your stuff seized. These are Muslim people, not Christians. So, you know, sometimes, you, you know, as Christians, we think we're the only ones who've ever suffered persecution. But um, so it just by way of getting prepared for this workshop, it's uh, it just sort of puts the heaviness of what people there in China have gone through. And the Christians in China have suffered the same thing. You know, some of them, they're just waiting every night that this might be the night they barge in and your father, your husband disappears for a decade. Mm -hmm. You know, what do you do? Mm. So. Man, you're reading some heavy stuff, brother. You got to get them cowboy novels. Yeah, I got, I got to go back to reading cowboy stories. <laughs> Usually the good guy wins. Yes, yes. And, uh, and we know the good guy does win. So, well, thank you, brothers. And thank you all for tuning in. And we'll be back here next week. First Takes is produced by First Presbyterian Church in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Our theme music was written and recorded by Wes Breedlove. Our sound engineer is me, Dylan Thomas. Our host is Dr. Gabriel Fleur. S.K. Van Pufflin is our executive producer. And for more information about First Presbyterian or our ministries here, visit our website at 1stpresbyterian.com. <laughs>